Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone. Just jumping in here to give you a wee snippet of Culture Vulture, our pop culture podcast. So if you want a break from the news, you should jump over and subscribe to it. <laughs> what an unorthodox way to start the podcast. My voice cracking on live. No, live. Um, we got an email from someone saying that Culture Vulture was their bona fide number one favourite pop culture podcast. So Fuck yeah, so now we can actually say it for real. Yeah, now we can say it for real. So kia ora everyone and welcome to Culture Vulture, your bona fide favourite pop culture podcast hosted by your bona fide favourites, um, your bona fide favourite, to quote Ethan who's recording us today, Small people with big voices, <laughs> which is which kind of the cutest be, thing. Ever. Like, yeah, it couldn't be closer to the truth, to be honest. It really couldn't be. Lucy and Liv, did yeah, I? Did no, I we didn't get that far, but Lucy so, and Liv. Look, we're not that good at talking, but we got some projection on us. That's <laughs> what we were saying. We have an episode that we've been teasing for quite a while um, a good like month or so I know it almost feels like we've already recorded it the no amount I know the amount of, like while I was researching I was like I already know this yeah <laughs> well that, I mean that's great Liv, yeah. what are we talking about today we are talking about don't worry darling the movie that has had the most fucking hype or, or drama or yeah. like shitting on it ever yeah so we have finally watched it it's out in movies you can go and watch it it's we're, out in movies. It's out in, it's out in the movies. <laughs> it's out in the cinema. And we're going to kind of unpack it, talk about the drama, talk about whether the drama really fucked up our perception of the movie. Yeah. Everything about that. And I know you think you've heard it before, but stay with us because we we didn't want to talk about this until we knew literally everything. We didn't want to unpack it as it was going on in the media. We wanted to listen to everything, watch the film, and then come to you with everything and with hopefully a bit of a different take on it it will be fun it will be interesting and like you should definitely stick around um first of all Liv what does describe your week okay Luz what describes my week is well we had a really fucking big week but enormous enormous but this week's gonna be even bigger yeah we're on a road trip almost going on the road trip where I came into the office this morning and everyone was like why are you here like aren't you on the fucking roadie because it's all we've been talking about and because we've organized it so randomly to Mm -hmm. the point where we started the roadie um but just using like our own vehicles in Auckland and in Hamilton because it's close to where we live I mean we do live up here in Auckland But then today we actually pick up a camper van, or tonight, and we get to begin the actual roadie. The actual roadie, which is really fucking exciting. So what describes my week is it's been a bit chaotic. But also, I feel like this weekend, because it's been so chaotic, I was trying to chill. And I think me and my flatmates were just trying to force it to be summer. So, like, it's... For those of you listening in the Northern Hemisphere... 
obviously we're the opposite to you guys. So we're kind of at the end of spring, now middle of spring. Yeah. And it's fucking cold here still, but the sun's just kind of like peeking through. And so we were just all super excited. Me and my um, flatmates went to the beach and we got an ice cream and we tried so hard to like make it summer and it kind of worked, but it was just a little bit cold. So that was really nice, but also can't wait for actual summer to begin. Yeah. And then it will feel like we're not having a force anything. Yeah, exactly. It was just kind of hilarious. But Lucy, what describes your week? Well, kind of like you, the thing that was meant to describe my week was I just had only one thing written on this whole doc for the mm-hmm. last week that just said pure exhaustion. <laughs> but then I was like, Luce, you actually can't get on the pod every week and have something that describes your week being about being tired, exhausted, burnt. Like, burnt I've been out. like for the past wee while – that is what has been describing our weeks is just like being exhausted. And it I is know. fear, but I was like, I don't want that to be to be the, the like, marker of like it was my birthday week. We started yeah. the roadie. Like it was a really good week. Right? I feel like oh, it was such a good week. I feel like October was always gonna be a bit hectic. Yeah. And like just with the roadie. With the with roadie. everything we planned, there were there've been heaps of events. Yes. I don't know. There's just been a lot going on. So like we have been exhausted. I literally slept from four PM. Through to like through to seven thirty a.m. this morning, and I felt so fucking disorientated. Yeah, and you would. But yeah. anyway, what describes my week actually is <laughs> back to me. Back to me. Anyway, <laughs> away from like I didn't want to dwell on exhaustion, but here we are. <laughs> um, Sunday session. So Ooh. yesterday. Um, I went to, and Liv was supposed to come, but obviously she was asleep. Um, I went to the Inspired Unemployed's um, Better Beer sort of release party. And the way that they did it in classic Inspired Unemployed way was to have a Sunday session. Mm-hmm. And we go to a few of these events, and Liv and I are always super cynical and just like sitting there um, enjoying ourselves, but sort of, you know, pulling apart, analysing. Because these events can be random because they're always commercially driven. Yeah, so everything's advertising. Everything's advertising. So, like, I think you can definitely enjoy the events and there's some really fucking cool people there and everything. I think you just have to, like... Well, Lucy and I are always very much aware that this is, yeah, advertising. Yeah. But we, I mean, if you're listening to this and you want to invite us somewhere, still do. Yeah. Like, you know. But this one was like the best event, PR vibe event I've ever been to. Fuck yeah. I think the beer really helped. We drank a lot of beer, so I bought along flatmate Flo, who you all know, who one of you actually (laughs) asked about at one of our coffee catch-ups the other day. (laughs) So So cute. So cute. Um, and we got to this event and it was like, it was really, really fun except for, so we all had a few drinks and then Falcon, who's one of the inspired unemployed, employed boys, like he sort of came over to us and we were chatting and, and it was really fun. And then Kate, someone that we'd brought along and we'd all had a few beers, but she goes to him like as a joke, but still she was like. Yeah, and don't you only work, like, two hours a day? <gasps> and, like, me and Flo were standing there, like, no, Falcon, like, like we know that you're a hard worker. And to be fair, these two boys looked withered. They looked like they had just been, like, work, 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 working, working. Mm-hmm. working. Um, and I remember I spoke to Falcon a little bit about anxiety, which was just... Which is funny because I think we all have a little bit of anxiety today because the night got really big. Um, And he just looked like 
Well, you could tell that everyone was going to be a bit anxious the next yeah, day. but for sure. Anyway, flatmate Flo, she is like really wants a better be a t-shirt, right? <laughs> and so she... I can imagine. Was that like the goal for her? That the was night? the goal for her. Uh-huh. And so she asks one of the, the inspired unemployees have... Employed boys have their posse with them, like always. She asks, Just super fucking cute. Yeah, she asked one of the boys, like, what can she do to get a t-shirt? And this was a real nice guy, and he um, follows shit you should care about, and he was real fucking cool. And he goes, you have to show us a party trick. And this is Flo, who's usually very just like chill. She doesn't do the party tricks, and someone had spilt their eclipse mints all over the ground. <laughs> And Flo, like, is like, okay, I will slurp up <laughs> some of these eclipse mints on the ground. And and Callum, the guy she was talking to, was like, okay, okay, but let me film the whole thing. And he films it. Flo's on her hands and knees. She's not allowed to use her hands. She's in a really short skirt, so I'm behind her, like, making sure she's not flashing everyone. And she's, like, looks like a little chicken, like, eating <laughs> some feed, like, like, Picking it. Yeah, oh she gets God. three. She just goes along and then, like, she gets some T-shirts. But I think this morning she was like, was that worth the T-shirts? Like, she's, and she ate them all as well. They're like, like Eclipse Mints. It's not like they're like lollies. They're no. like, like, you need one or two and you are good. Like, you do not need six or seven. That is so funny because it's just quite out of character yes. for Flo. Which I fucking rate. Same. Like, I don't think she should have anxiety. No. I think she should be proud. And because like, we were the only three sort of dancing right. at the start, it was very much like everyone was sort of profesh or, yeah, or doing yeah, their yeah. thing and we were just like there for a good time. Yeah, because often people are just there with like their work people yes. or whatever. Yeah. So the night sort of continues and then real cute, we're in the bathroom and um, someone hears me talking and then comes out and goes, um... Are you Lucy? And I was like, yeah. And this story's going to preface an embarrassing story for me that comes in a second. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, holy fuck, I read the newsletter, blah, 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 which was so cute. Another girl comes out of the toilet and goes, I read the newsletter too. Oh, like, love stop. you. It was really cute. And then we go outside and someone else is like, oh, that's Lucy from Shit You Should Care About. And they brought someone else over and they're like, this other person was real cute too and then so I hadn't met Jack yet the other inspired unemployed Mm -hmm. boy and I go over and I'm like having a chat to him about something and then two girls come over and go to Jack hey can you take a photo of us with Lucy (laughs) (laughs) like can Jack it was like something you've seen in a movie right like that's humbling so so funny like it's his event he's the star of the show and yet these girls are like no we don't give a fuck about you it's Lucy we care about it was so cute and then like quite humbling for Jack obviously and I was like fuck Jack I'm so sorry he was like nah it's honestly it's crack up and then so the night goes on we're all dancing like everyone's Everyone's really drunk. And then it's like, you know, whispers of, oh, it's the after party here and blah, blah, So we're like, okay, we go to the after party and we're all pretty drunk at this point. And then because I because people had started coming up to me and being like, oh, are you loose? Like, do you write the newsletter? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this waitress, like I'd ordered... Oh, my God, did you think that they were... Oh, my, no, I'm going to no. let this roll. <laughs> I'd ordered some drinks. For, like, a group, and yeah. I had to give a name for the drinks. <laughs> and the waitress came up. She was like, are you... I'll make you so embarrassed. She was like, are you Lucy? And I was like, oh, yeah, give me a hug. 
She gave me a hug. And then she was just trying to figure out where to bring the drinks. And it was like so embarrassing. Like, I like, it was like, you'd be built up. I'd be built up for this moment. To be crashed down. No, and oh. like, again, if Jack felt humbled earlier, I felt incredibly humbled um, later. Yeah, look, that is yeah. fucking funny, fucking iconic. Oh, it was <laughs> iconic. Like, kind of fair enough. Yeah. Like, like, if I were drunk and, like, everyone was being like, <laughs> it's this you, it's this you. It's this you. And then the waitress like, oh. she came over. She looked really chic. I was like, she's obviously at the event. I can't be well, not that I'd ever be rude, but I was like, oh yeah, it is. Give me on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And then, like, so it was really wonderful. A lot mm. of other shit happened that I probably can't talk about on here or just, I don't know. Ever. Won't, or just ever. Um, but I did get, so I wrote the newsletter this morning and got a response from Kate, who was at the party, who yeah, was yeah, there yeah. with us. And all it said was, oh, my God, I spewed in the Uber on the way home. Oh, <laughs> so like, it was a huge night all around. At least, like, each of you had your embarrassing things. You yes. know what I mean? Like, Flo being a chicken. <laughs> Flo being a chuck. <laughs> like, you thinking that the waitress was wanting to hug you when she wasn't. No. <laughs> and Kate spewing in the Uber yeah. and probably getting a fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I mean, you went so to So, iconic all round. Um, but anyway, that's, it's not what describes my week, but it's definitely what describes my last yeah. 12 hours or whatever. Nah, that's fucking fantastic. I was watching your stories and being like, nah, that's actually sick. Because I didn't realise that they would just be there roaming around. Yeah. Which is so, so cool. Because part of me was like, I was just so fucking tired as we talked about before. Exhaustion. <laughs> which we weren't going to dwell on, <laughs> yeah, but we but have. we're coming so. back for a third time, so... <laughs> That's how it is. Um, and then so I was like, to lose, nah, I just can't. I can't do it. Can't come. And then I was watching the stories being like, fuck. <laughs> be, no, being yeah. like, fuck. They're really fuck. in amongst it. They're <laughs> really in amongst it. But then I was just like, nah, it's okay. But like, no, but I know. Cool. I, fucking cool. I did think about you because usually when we go to these events, yeah. if there's someone of note there, yeah. they're not touchable. No, they're not hanging out with like people. on the stage. Like, But then should have probably known, you know, yeah. their brand the is nature very of them. amongst it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm just going to give you my naughty or nice for the day. Please There's only do. one, um, but it's it's kind of funny. I don't know. I'm obsessed with it. So I was in the car on the way home with Ruby and Liv from um, Hamilton for one of our road trips, road trip days, and I read to Ruby and Liv out like this tweet from what I can't actually confirm is Matty Healy from <laughs> from the 1975. But so I did some digging because I was like, I'm not going to tell a whole story based on a tweet that I can't even confirm. Yeah. So basically the naughty or nice this week is what the fuck is going on with Matty Healy and Triple J. Mm. So Matty Healy being the front man of the 1975 and Triple J being the big Australian broadcaster that... According to Maddie Healy, think they have the monopoly on cool. But anyway, <laughs> so 
I did some digging into what the fuck's happening here. Basically, Triple J made a post about the 1975 coming to tour New Zealand and Australia on Instagram, and Maddie Healy took a screenshot of this post and then put it on a story with the caption, play our music then before you start licking our ass just because you finally realised we're mint. (laughs) I love how English this is. I know. And then he also went and commented on Triple J's Instagram post about them playing Laneway, saying, yeah, play our fucking music then, you Muppets. And then, so Maddie Healy has this Twitter account. Well, it looks like it's Maddie Healy, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't have another verified one, and this is, like, apparently his troll account. Heaps of followers. Yeah. Heaps of people. Like, all the media outlets actually refer to this as his account. As so, his troll account. So this well, is him, like, he goes on and just, No, he like, does. And if really? you scroll, if it actually is him, which the other media outlets are saying that it is, and yeah. you read through it, it's actually iconic. Like it's, shit. It's chaos in there. Um... So he tweeted in response to, again, Triple J announcing that the 1975 were coming. He said this, allegedly. You literally have nothing to do with us coming to Australia. Don't start getting involved now. You don't have a monopoly on cool and the head of your company is a knobhead. So you guys... It's a knobhead. (laughs) We're fucking mint. (laughs) Is a knobhead. So yous can fuck off. And it's basically just, like, really tickling me that Maddie Healy has this massive complex against Triple J because, obviously, they're not playing their music enough for his liking. (laughs) And, I mean, uh, if you want to look a bit further into it, I've seen some other Australian artists speaking about how Triple J can often seem quite elitist and quite, Mm. um, like, they're the make or break of some artists. Like, they're trying to be the tastemakers of... And in some ways, they've succeeded in doing that. That's why yeah. their brand's so successful, right? But in other ways, if you were a, if you were an artist and you felt like you'd been snobbed by someone that's known to be a tastemaker... Fuck it. You'd feel... You'd have a bit of a chip on your shoulder, yeah. which obviously Maddie Healy does. Yes. Which I just do find it so funny when celebrities just come out so fucking blatantly. Swinging. Like, just swinging, like, against the big guy. Kind of love it. Yeah. But also I'm kind of like... Is this PR? Uh, is Yeah, is this PR? Exactly. Because I don't know. This is great PR for the tour. Because, yeah. I mean, other other than these tweets, your girl wouldn't have really known that they were coming on tour to Australia and New Zealand. There's so many fucking layers, always. Always. You never know what's true or what's not. At the end of the day, the only thing we can confirm is true is that the head of Triple J is a knobhead. It's apparently. A knobhead. A knobhead and the 1975 are mint, so you can fuck off. <laughs> An incredible thread. <laughs> I love that story. I had to talk about it. And Maddie Healy, we talked about, is a nepotism baby and his mum's oh. on Coronation Street. So it kind of shows why he's using the language that he is using. Nepo baby. I hate to do this to you all, but if you want to hear the rest, which I know you do, head over to Culture Vulture wherever you get your podcasts. Love you.